Good evening, sons and daughters of God. What a joy it is to welcome you to this online worship service as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, our Savior, God in the flesh. We rejoice that we can come to you tonight via the miracle of technology, and we rejoice that you have been able to uh, take this time to be with us. We're calling tonight Home for Christmas, and obviously, because we can't be together here in this space, we are together in spirit uh, as we worship together. Tonight we will be celebrating the wonder of Christ's birth among us with the celebration of Holy Communion. And so we ask that you uh, gather the elements for communion together before we begin our service, bread or any gluten-free uh, substitute wine or a substitute and have that ready for communion. We will also be having a carol, uh, candlelight carol scene. And so we invite you to gather candles for all the folks who are with you or just for yourself, if you're by yourself, and be prepared to light those candles as we sing the carols together. There are some instructions for um, this service at the end of the bulletin. If you do not have a copy of the bulletin, you can go to the website, mylcor.org, and see a copy there. Or you can go to, stop the video and go to the bottom in the uh, message box down below uh, the screen uh, where you'll find a link to the, to the bulletin there. But again, we welcome you. It is a joy to celebrate together. Merry Christmas.
we gather on this holy night to proclaim Jesus Christ is the light of the world. He is the light no darkness can overcome. At darkest of night, we gather to celebrate the great light of our salvation. With the heavenly host we sing, glory to God in the highest heaven. In Christ, God's word is made flesh and lives among us. With the shepherds, we will tell the wonders we have seen and heard.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
Let us pray together. Almighty God, You made this holy night shine with the brightness of the true light. Grant that here on earth we may walk in the light of Jesus' presence. And in the last day, wake to the brightness of His glory through Your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with You and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading is from the ninth chapter of Isaiah. This poem promises deliverance from Assyrian oppression, a hope based on the birth of a royal child with a name full of promise. While Judah's king will practice justice and righteousness, the real basis for faith lies in God's passion for his people. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. A reading from Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born to us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Word of God, word of life. Thanks Praise be to God. God.
The Gospel According to Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the gospel of our Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God.
In the name of the Christ child, born in Bethlehem, Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. We are recording this on Tuesday, December the 22nd, in the year of our Lord, 2020. We're recording this two days before we would normally be gathering in this space to celebrate our Christmas Eve services. And we're doing that so that we can take this tape and edit it and have it ready for you to use and to watch on Christmas Eve. We're recording this late in the day so that we can create the same kind of lighting, the same kind of ambiance, the same kind of feeling that you would experience if you were here live. We're recording this because the world, this old world, is in a pandemic. I'll bet that you never in your life thought you would hear a Christmas Eve sermon start out like that, did you? I will tell you plainly, I never thought I would ever start one like that either. But the reality of this year, the uncertainty, the fear, the frustration, the disease itself makes everything different this year. The feeling is different. No matter how we try to make it feel like Christmas, it's just different. And we don't like it. But it is what we have to deal with this year. But Christmas is often uneasy. All we try to make everything merry and bright, but the circumstances in our world or the circumstances in our own lives sometimes makes that quite a struggle. The very first Christmas was tough too. It began in darkness. There was the darkness of oppression as God's people were defeated and occupied by a foreign power. There was the darkness of persecution. You remember why it was that all these characters came together on that fateful night? They had to travel to be part of a census. And that census would be used to impose a universal tax, a hated tax. It was given to Caesar. It was the darkness of disillusionment. A feeling that no one was going to be able to help improve their lot. In fact, there was a growing number of people who thought that violence, rather than faith, was the best way forward. On that first Christmas, the mood was one of despair, disappointment, disgust, and resignation. Christmas began in the darkness. As it was then, so it is with us now. 
we too live in a world that seems much heavier, much darker than it has in years past. There's no need for us to go through the litany of reasons why everything feels so dark and heavy for us this year. But it is a safe bet to say that in some way, at some time, the darkness has touched the lives of every one of us. We need to be very careful not to be so naive as to deny the darkness. The Scriptures certainly don't. Nowhere in the Scriptures do they try to just give us a nice little pep talk or to tell us, well, things aren't really as bad as they seem. Instead, the Scriptures affirm that the darkness is real. That it's present. Even in the soaring words we hear from Isaiah, we hear that God's people walked in darkness, lived in a land of deep darkness. And Luke reminds us that those who first received the good news were shepherds tending their flocks by night. Nighttime is a dangerous time for sheep and for shepherds. Predators lurk in the darkness seeking to steal a lamb or harm a shepherd. So the darkness is just as real as the light. And for us, the predator this year has been a virus. It lurks across our world seeking to steal our health or even our life. It's called a coronavirus. That word has become a curse to us. And it has made Christmas and everything leading up to it feel uneasy, even dark. But that's exactly why we need Christmas. Christmas doesn't deny the darkness, but Christmas is our promise that the darkness isn't all there is. And that it doesn't last forever. Isaiah tells us that those who had been in deep darkness have seen a great light. Good news of great joy was given to those people living under the darkness of oppression and disillusionment and despair. That same good news came to those lowly shepherds working in the darkest night to stay safe and protect their sheep from the predators. And I can just imagine how the night sky must have exploded with light as the glory shone around them and the angelic choir sang glory to God in the highest. Christmas means God comes even in our darkness. I was reminded 
of how true that is the other day when I was leaving church to go home. It was just after sunset. The winter sky had already begun to darken in the north and the east. I sat in the driveway going out onto Market Street looking as the traffic was flying by like it always does. And in that moment, I noticed how the glow that was left over from the sunset had turned the horizon a golden orange. Here's a picture of something very much like it that I took yesterday at the beach. We went down there to see Saturn and Jupiter that was so unique this year. When I saw that first one in the driveway, it occurred to me, that's a corona, a light at the edge of the darkness. That even as darkness was settling all around me, a corona reminded me there is still a light. I thought in that strangely wonderful moment that the word we have associated so much with distress and disease and death is also the word that indicates the presence of the light. It dawned on me. That is the message of Christmas. The message we need to hear so badly in 2020. And so the message of Christmas night is that Christmas is about what is real, what is tough, what is honest, and not simply of memories and merriness. Christmas is about God coming to us in the midst of the muck and mire of daily living. It's about God breaking into our world when times are not pleasant and not merry. Christmas is the wonderful and mysterious story that is chock full of good news. And that good news message is this. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. That message courses through this entire story. God's message to Joseph was, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. God's message to Mary was, do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God. God's message to those shepherds was, do not be afraid, for a Savior has been born to you. God's message to us on this night, in this year, is do not be afraid, for Christ is born to you. Born as a light in the midst of our darkness. Born is a promise that the darkness did not, will not, cannot overcome.
for me this year. And I hope maybe for you too that the sign of that promise is that corona of life. And so many of our Christmas images, we see the Christ child crowned with that halo of light. A corona of majesty and glory. And that corona is a visual reminder that because of Christmas, God has come into the world in flesh and blood. Emmanuel, God with us. And though we see His head crowned with glory, glory that is due Him, for sure, we know the story continues as He humbles Himself. As He gives Himself completely to take away our curse. Gave Himself so that we can trust the good news that God continues to come again and again and again. To come into places that we feel certain are empty and as dark as a grave. But by the wonder of the Word made flesh, life happens. That's what God does. That's what God has done since the very beginning. God speaks into the darkness, into the chaos, into the nothingness, and light breaks forth. Because of Christmas, it will never be so dark that you cannot see We are recording this as darkness settles in around us so that we can create the same lighting, the same feeling, the same ambiance that you would feel if you were here, God. We are recording this so that you may hear and remember that even though we are not together, we are never alone. We are recording this to proclaim that even if we feel like a people who have walked in darkness, that is not the end of our story. To go out into the night, notice the darkness. It is real. Christmas begins in the dark. Look for the corona of light. And do not be afraid. Christ is born. Light has come. Glory to God in the highest.
In response to the good news of the gospel, we profess our faith using the historic words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. At this most holy time, let us pray for the blessings of Christmas to be given to the world through the coming of a Savior. Please respond to each petition with hear our prayer. Wonderful Counselor, increase our joy as the church gathers in homes on this holy night to sing of our dear Savior's birth. May the story of salvation be born into the hearts of all who sing of the wonders. God of grace, hear our prayer. Mighty God, you have broken the sin, the yoke of sin's burden through the birth of your son. Comfort those whose burdens distract or divert them from the deeper peace and forgiveness rooted deep in this holy night and grant them a restful mind. God of peace, hear our prayer. Everlasting Father, uphold all who are in sorrow or in need of your divine goodness and mercy, especially those we name to you now. We remember with thanksgiving all who have died and who now rest in your peaceful light. God of love, hear our prayer. Gracious Lord, you are the peace the angels sang about to the shepherds. 
May the possibility of your peace penetrate deep into the places of violence, hurt, misunderstanding, and conflict to bring healing, reconciliation, and forgiveness. God of healing, hear our prayer. Gracious God, bathe us always in the light of your word made flesh, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The peace of the babe born in Bethlehem be with you always. The peace of the Lord be with you. The peace of the Lord be with you. Peace, peace of, of Christ, Christ be with you. The peace of the Lord be with you. May the peace of Christ be with you. Friends, this time of Christmas worship is different for all of us. Usually we'd be gathering together in the warmth of this worship space here. But even yet, Christ is present with us as we share in this meal. I invite you to prepare your bread and cup for this gift of light and life. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior, Jesus Christ. In the wonder and mystery of the Word made flesh, you have opened the eyes of faith to a new and radiant vision of your glory, that beholding the God made visible, we may be drawn to love the God whom we cannot see. And so, with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the host of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn.
Holy One, the beginning and the end, the giver of life. Blessed are you for the birth of creation. Blessed are you in the darkness and in the light. Blessed are you for your promise to your people. Blessed are you in the prophets, hopes, and dreams. Blessed are you for Mary's openness to your will. Blessed are you for your son Jesus, the Word made flesh. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Then after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks and gave it for them to drink, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. With this bread and cup, we remember your word dwelling among us, full of grace and truth. We remember our new birth in his death and resurrection. We look with hope for his coming. Holy God, we long for your spirit. Come among us. Bless this meal. May your word take flesh in us. Awaken your people. Fill us with your light. Bring the gift of peace on earth. All praise and glory are yours, Holy One of Israel, Word of God incarnate, power of the Most High, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Word made flesh comes among us through this meal, uniting us together as brothers and sisters. And so we are bold when we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The word is revealed in the manger, in simple bread and cup. Come meet Christ in this meal. I invite you to share the bread and cup with all who wish to commune in your gathering or by yourself if you are alone. Please eat and drink with these words. With the bread, this is the body of Christ given for you. With the cup, this is the blood of Christ shed for you.
If you do not wish to commune, please offer and receive this blessing. God loves you very much, and you are God's son, God's daughter.
We give you thanks, gracious God, that you have once again fed us from your very self with the body and blood of Christ. Through this mystery, send us forth to proclaim your promise to the world in need through the same Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Those who follow me will never walk in darkness. Jesus also said, You are the light of the world. Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good works and give glory to God. Let our light shine on this night and take the light of Christ born into our world for all to see.
Hear this assurance of grace. God has always loved you. God loves you now. And God will love you forever. This is the good news of Christmas. The good news that gives us new life. The good news that lets us see light in the darkness. The good news that lets us rejoice with the angels. And so we will go about our days trusting that God will continue to bless us and keep us, that God's face will shine on us with grace and mercy, that God will look upon us with favor and will give us peace. Amen. Go in peace. Share the good news of Jesus' birth. Thanks be to God.